it's me, Shekelola Salami, and it is the Shekelola Salami Show. It's a podcast show set in a virtual cafe, and I'm still at Capital Crime. I'm still having conversations with loads of different authors, um, and today's episode is a really special one, but I will let the author introduce himself to you. So who have I got here with me? My name's Adam Hamdi. I'm one of the co-founders of Capital Crime, and I'm the author of the Pendulum Trilogy, and my new book, Black 13, comes out in January. And I have a book coming out in May that I've co-written with uh, James Patterson. Awesome! Yeah, it is quite awesome. I'm very pleased. Yes, no, I'm like, oh, I've got someone who's, who's writing with James Patterson. That's yeah. amazing, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. It's, uh, it's been a terrific experience. Um, he uh, read my first book, Pendulum, and really enjoyed it. And uh, has been really supportive, um, you know, throughout the, the years that I've been writing. And... Um, then uh, his publisher approached my agent um, last year and said, would you be interested in co-writing a book with him? And yeah, now here we are. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Okay, so normally the show is set in a virtual cafe, but then we're sitting in a boardroom next to each other, so we can't actually say we're in a virtual cafe. But if you went to Starbucks, right, what is your favorite drink? What would you normally ask for? What would I have? I'm not a huge fan of Starbucks. I'm, I'm a big, I'm a bit of a coffee, coffee snob. Um, <laughs> but but uh, if I was, I'd probably have a um, a macchiato. Probably, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's so most of my guests, because when I record from home, literally, my the guests that I have are literally from all over the world, and I find that my American guests are usually the ones who are very. They, have, they ask for really fancy drinks and whatnot. And most people from the UK would go, yes, can I have tea or coffee? And you're very easy when it comes to that. So you're the first one who's going for a macchiato. Yeah. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, it's a, it's a slightly more uh, uh, fancy drink, but I'm not a huge fan of Starbucks coffee, uh, if I'm honest. I don't know if um, Starbucks was sponsoring... Uh, no, they don't. Sure, yeah. No, they don't. I wish they would sponsor. And I keep saying because it's it, easy for people for me to yeah. say because when I, I remember one episode, I go. So if you went to a cafe, you know what would you have? And then a person didn't know what I was talking about, yeah. and I was like, and then I had to explain. Okay, if you went to a coffee bar, what would you have? And it was like, oh yes. And I was like, you know what? If I say Starbucks, everybody, everybody knows, knows Starbucks. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you're listening from Starbucks, you could consider sponsoring this show. Yay! Please do. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I, 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 yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the Starbucks coffee. Um, so uh, where would you go? Uh, actually, the person who makes the best coffee is my wife. Um, we have a, an Italian one of those stovetop. Um, mm. I don't even know what they're, they're called, but we have one of those. And, is yeah. that like instant coffee type? No, no, one? it's you grind the beans yourself and um, boil it on the stove, and it's really good. Awesome, yeah. awesome. Well, Mrs. Hamdi. You, yeah, your husband has told the whole world yeah, you make the she best. She makes the best coffee in the world. She also writes really good books. She's an author as well. Oh, really? Yeah, What's yeah. her author name? She, uh, Amy McClellan, and she um, has a book coming out with Orion in, in November called Remember Me. Awesome, awesome. So, okay, I want you to now tell us, because I know that you know, you're know you Adam Hamdi and everybody knows you and you've had loads of media appearances. I want to know how you ended up in a seat next to me, but I want to know something that all the rest of the media did not know. The rest of the media doesn't know. Uh, okay, so how did I end up in the seat next to you? I was a management consultant, um, and unfortunately my father passed away quite suddenly, and I just thought um, I need to do what I love in life, and what I love is writing. Um, yeah. I am, you know, I'm just passionate about it uh, intensely um, to the point where I threw in a very good career and a job and um, just decided to write full-time 
And when, when I did this, I had two years of savings, um, mm. and it took 10 years to make a success of it. So for eight years, we were living an extremely difficult uh, life um, with no money and just kept going. Yeah. And, and so what I did was um, I worked 15 hours a day, seven days a week, um, you know, working really hard and just writing all the time, uh, you know, as much as possible whenever I could. Um, and it just taught me the discipline of writing. And so uh, then what happened, I started off screenwriting um, and managed to get a reputation um, for the work that I was doing. And then I wrote, um, I wrote a, a couple of books that didn't get published. And then I wrote uh, a book called Pendulum, which is the, the one that um, was, was picked up and published and, and did really well. And, uh, and that was the one that sort of um, brought me to um, James Patterson's attention, first of all. Um, and then since then, I've written two other books, Free Fall and Aftershock. Um, and my work is sort of uh, conspiracy thrillers and um, trying to say something about the world around us. Mm. And when I started writing them, I think a lot of people thought they were a bit uh, far-fetched and, you know, we don't live in a world of conspiracies anymore. <laughs> Everybody's friends. But no, I think everyone's woken up to the fact that we do live in a world of conspiracies and a lot of the stuff that I put into my books is based on real research. So my next book, Black 13, is about the rise of the far right in the UK. And I started working on it three years ago um, because I just started seeing things happening on the street and the connections between the street and the corridors of power. Yeah. And so I dug around and spoke to different people from the intelligence services and law enforcement and um, uh, went to meetings of... Uh, feeder groups for extremist networks and just got to talking to people and uh, um, and you know I went uh, on a journey of research and um, it seems that you know what I was uh, worried about in terms of this far-right problem it's now coming to pass so I try and do fictional work that is somehow reflective of the world around us just listening to you it's quite, it seems like writing your book is quite intense, the amount of work you have to put, the amount of background work you have to put, because it's not just writing what you know, you have to go and do all these research. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm, um, I'm interested in the world. I really, I love learning probably, you know, almost as much as I love writing. I love learning about people. I love learning about the world. Um, and so I don't consider it to be a job. And I think it's important in writing to get those authentic touches and those authentic moments. So in, as an example, there's a point in, in Black 13 where um, the protagonist goes to one of these sort of feeder meetings for an extremist group. And um, as he's uh, walking in, um, a uh, black man goes in in front of him and is called a racist for attending this meeting by a white guy in the crowd protesting outside. Now that really happened. And that's uh, one of those moments that you just can't quite believe because it's turned the world on its mm. head and that's what I find with um, extremist politics and when you do have the rise of extremes in society it flips everything around you know normal rules don't apply and so for me capturing those moments of authenticity and those truths makes the work much 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 richer and somebody reading it will maybe go well, that's really weird I just wouldn't expect that to happen but for me as the, as the writer I know that this this is the world that we're living in this is real and it, it just helps the the work just feel more authentic. Awesome. So, capital crime, what inspired it? 
Um, I, uh, growing up, was a huge fan of comics as well as books mm. and um, used to go to little comic conventions in and around London and I've seen them become these huge mass participation events and I just thought there's an opportunity to do something like that for books where um, it's a celebration of the genre mm. with fans yeah. um, rather than, you know, some festivals are very industry focused and it's about the writers and the publishing industry getting together. And I just thought, well, we'll put something on and, and invite readers to come along. And um, I got together with uh, uh, David Headley, who'd been having similar thoughts, um, who's the co-founder of Capital Crime with me. And we were in Thriller Fest in New York last July. And that's a, a writer conference, mm. but it's similar to Capital Crime and how it's structured. And we, um, we just decided to do it. We just said, let's go for it. Let's, let's put it on. Um, and so it's been a year and a bit of very intensive work. It's far more work than I'd anticipated mm. um, and so my hat goes off to everyone who organises a festival or an event because it's a tremendous undertaking um, but it's been, yeah, it's been fantastic to see people um, We were in, I was in the hall yesterday uh, with Ian Rankin and Don Winslow just watching that event and mm. you know, a packed room of people listening in rapt attention and I just thought you know, we, we did this, we pulled this off yes. it's, uh, This is your baby Yeah this is it, it was just really nice to see people coming together for it Awesome. So, would you do this again next year? Yes. Yeah, we are. We are going to be doing Capital Crime 2020. Um, I think the event's gone really well this year. The feedback we've had has been really positive. There are things that we'll um, learn and improve because David and I are both perfectionists and yeah. Lizzie Curl, our um, festival manager, is uh, equally demanding and wants the best. So, we're going to improve things. But, you know, overall, I think the feedback this year has been really good. People have had fun and um, readers have come along who've never been to a festival before yeah. and they've really enjoyed it. So, I think it would be a crime, if you'll excuse the pun, <laughs> if, we, if we didn't do this, uh, you know, in 2020. No, that's amazing, though, because I was quite, you know, I was quite, you know, I was quite shocked, you know, about, you know, when I got the invitation, would you want to come here? And I thought, oh, wow, okay, because, again, when it comes to festivals, and I think you said this in one of your interviews that I listened, that you wanted it to be very inclusive and let people not think, oh, we just another snobby event yeah. type thing, yeah. you know, so I thought that was quite um, interesting. But what has been the biggest learning point for you in organizing Capital Crime? Um, I think the there's so many things that you try in your first year that may or may not work. Um, you know, being perfectly frank, the film screening that we had yesterday didn't get a lot of people coming to it. So I think people are mainly here for the live events, for the you know meeting the authors, meeting yeah. the guests. Um, so I think that you know there are things like that. The biggest thing I've learned is to surround yourself with good people. And yeah. then David and Lizzie, I've got an exceptional um, you know uh, partners and you know um, people to work with. Um, and I think that's important is just building that out now we, we, we've done a lot this year I think in order for this to grow we're going to have to bring more people in and involve more people and, um, and it's just going to be the sort of careful um, selection of those people I want, I want the very best people involved because we've started off really well I mean you know this is our first year and I think it's, it's, it's kind of exceeded our expectations in terms of what we've, um, we've delivered and so we want to carry that on and keep getting better and better so we have to work with the best people awesome awesome okay i know you've got to get up and you know do organize i'd love things. to stay and talk more but i, I uh, <laughs> i've got a panel event um uh, very soon with uh, chris ryan the uh, ex-sas author um, james swallow who writes the mark dane 
um, series, uh, and Kimberly Howell, who uh, is the author of The Freedom Broker. So I've got to go and prepare for my next event, otherwise I would stay here you know, so and talk all evening. <laughs> what's this panel going to be on? It's about high-octane thrillers, okay. um, and it's sort of about their appeal to readers and why, you know, why books work effectively as action movies. Um, and if you look at things like uh, Jack Reacher um, mm. and a lot of the James Patterson um, books, you know, they're effectively action movies on a page. And, yeah. and it's kind of, why, why would you do that? Why would you not just watch an action movie? What are readers getting out of it that, uh, that they don't get out of um, watching, watching an yeah. action movie? Yeah, no, that sounds, I can imagine Lucy, because I think books and film, like, they're, you can deliver so much more in a book, and sometimes you, the things you can deliver in both medium are different. Yeah. So that's yeah. why I think, yeah. you know, but okay, well, yeah. if someone wanted, you know, they've listened to you and they really enjoyed and like, okay, you know what, I would like to connect with you. How would, can they do that? Uh, they can um, uh, follow me on Twitter. Uh, my um, Twitter handle is Adam Hamdy. Mm-hmm. Uh, very simple. And uh, or they can um, sign up to my mailing list. And I do actually give out my mailing, my email on my mailing list. I'm not precious about it. So it's adam at adamhamdy.com for anyone who wants to contact me. Um, or just sign up to my mailing list, which is on my website, adamhamdy.com. It's really easy. Awesome. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure oh, no, having you. you. Um, and I will let you get on um, with the rest of the event today. Um, ladies and gentlemen, well, you've heard it from the organizer of Capital Crime, Adam Hamdy. Um, and I hope you'll go and check out his latest book. What was your latest book called again? Black 13. It comes out on the 23rd of January, uh, 2020. Awesome. Well, thank you so very much, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time, it is the Shagilala Salami Show. Bye now. Thank you.